I'm Kathy Zaka, and I'm your host today for Pure Truth. I want to welcome you to our podcast, and thank you for listening. The title of today's episode is Walking in Truth. And our scripture for today is from John chapter 4, verses 23 through 24. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit. And his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. You know, when I was praying about this episode, I felt the Lord telling me that he wasn't quite finished on the subject of truth. And if you guys have been listening, you know that the last three episodes that I did were a comparison between what man perceives as truth and God's truth. There is a huge difference, and I hope it encouraged you greatly. And as I was praying, the Lord gave me a vision of me walking alongside him. We were talking, and every time I saw something approaching me or someone approaching me, whether it was a person or an object, I always found myself looking directly at him for counsel, wisdom, and guidance. I know that as long as I am walking with him, he will guide and direct my every step. This is what it feels like to walk in truth. I'm walking with the Lord, and no matter what comes up in my life, I always look to him first before I do anything, before I make any decision. I know that he's always with me. And that is so comforting and it brings so much peace. And as I was writing this information down, revelation began to pour into me. So here we are today. And I'm going to talk about what it means to walk in truth. The opening scripture that I just read to you says, True worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. This verse tells us that God is a spirit and we must worship him first in the spirit and then in truth. So let's first discuss how we are to walk worship, or basically operate in the Spirit. God is seeking true worshipers, true followers. This isn't a part-time gig. If you love the Lord, then do it with all of your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. Do it in a way that God will never have to question your devotion to Him. Do it in such a way that He will consistently pour His love and favor over you. Mark 12 verses 28 through 30 says, One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. Love him with everything in you, because he loves you totally and completely. To walk with God in spirit, we must come up higher. One of the things that I have learned in my search for a deeper relationship with the Lord is I have to get away from all the worldly stuff, the things that distract me, the things that frustrate me, the things that make me angry, even the things that make me sad or tired. I know that every time I go sit with the Lord, if I have all of this junk at the forefront of my mind and my heart, I'm not going to get very far with the Lord. I have to let it all go. Sometimes that means getting a mental picture of all of these things in my mind and then laying it down in front of me. And I say to the Lord, I don't want any of this. I give it all to you, Lord. I just want to spend some time with you. 
I just want you, Lord. And I worship him. And I feel all of those burdens washing away. This is important because I can't come up higher if I have all of these things holding me in bondage here on earth. I have learned to let it all go, and sometimes I have to do it daily. I don't mean to take those burdens back so quickly, but sometimes it just happens. And the Lord gently reminds me that I don't have to do it all on my own because he's always there. Let's talk about church for a minute. You know, going to church is important, right? It's where we learn about the Lord. Running to the altar when you feel the Holy Spirit is calling is important. These are good things. But do you talk to God outside of church? Do you worship him at home with your family or when you are alone? You know, God wants deeper intimacy with you. He wants all of you all the time. He doesn't want a part-time relationship. When we worship God in the spirit, this simply means that it must come from within, from the heart. It must be sincere and motivated by our love for God and gratitude for all that he is and all that he's done. It's connecting with God and allowing the Holy Spirit to stir us to celebrate, rejoice, and give thanks. The Holy Spirit opens our eyes to see and savor all that God is for us in Jesus. And you don't have to be at church to worship him. You can do it anywhere. The Lord welcomes you to come to him anytime and anywhere. When you operate in the Spirit, or you focus on things in the Spirit, you will begin to experience spiritual things. So be careful that you are only seeking God, because the enemy is very present in the spirit realm, and he would love to deter you from the things that God has for you. When you worship God in spirit, you are completely focused on him. Sometimes you won't even remember where you are. That happens to me a lot. You won't even remember how long you've been there. This simply means that you have gone higher and you are closer than ever to God. But we can't stay there forever, right? We are still very much alive and here on earth, and we have responsibilities that we must attend to. But that doesn't mean that we have to live worldly. Which brings me to what I want to talk about today. How do we walk in truth? How do we live in this world, but not be in this world? How do we continue with a heart of worship towards our Father while we are here dealing with all the demands that come with being who we are? A mother, a father, a daughter or a son, a brother or sister, a friend, or whatever job that we have. How do we be all that God wants us to be when living in this world is so difficult? To walk in truth, we must intimately know our source of truth, which is Jesus. We study his word. We seek God in all things. We spend time studying and worshiping the things of God. We go to church and attend Bible studies so we may learn what is in his word. Those are some of the obvious things, right? Colossians 3.16 says, Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. We also spend time with him alone. We seek him intimately. The more time you spend with him, the more revelation you will receive from him. It's important. I talk about this a lot. It's important to spend time with the Lord and allow him to teach you the things that you need to know about your life. Allow the Holy Spirit to pour God's truth into you so you may know how to put a stop to the enemy's evil plans to harm you. And also so you may know when someone is lying or trying to deter you away from God and his plan for you. Colossians 2 verse 8 says, Beware, lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. Philippians 3 3 says, For we are the circumcision, who worship by the Spirit of God, and glory in Christ Jesus, and put no confidence in the flesh. Right? We trust Him. Use wisdom. 
Trust God always and be careful of who you place your trust in regarding men and women. Today's fast-paced life often keeps us busy for our jobs, our families, and our careers so that we neglect reading God's Word. We can't seem to find the time to quiet our hearts before God, and many times we find ourselves growing further and further away from God. It happens. But when this happens, it becomes harder for us to recognize the things that God is warning us to stay away from, including people. It's important to stay close to God in all things and at all times. The moment you find yourself drifting away from your routine of spending quiet time with the Lord, take it back, forcefully if you have to. Tell the enemy, no, that this is important to you and he's not going to win in this area. Don't let the distractions pull you away from your relationship with the Lord. Because once you let that intimacy go, the enemy pounces and he will do everything he can to keep you away from spending time with the Lord. As long as you draw close to God, he will draw close to you, and you will continually, at all times, walk in his truth. James 4.8 says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. When you walk with God in truth, your burdens are light. Your soul finds rest. Your footsteps are guided by him. You are no longer burdened by the things that you used to carry in your own strength. Once you find this perfect balance, you will never want to go back to your old ways. Those old ways just no longer make any sense to you. Psalm chapter 62 verses 1 through 2 says, Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from Him. Truly He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress and I will never be shaken. With God, things are easier. Without Him, the weight of the world seems to fall on our shoulders. To walk in truth with God means you wake up each morning with your mind renewed. You find time to read scripture and pray so your thoughts are the ones that God wants you to dwell on. God is our source of truth, so it's important to start our day with Him. He wants us to think, live, and love like He does. To do this continually on a daily basis, we need the Holy Spirit to fill us with His presence so when we go throughout our day, we have God's supernatural power and perspective. And I'm going to read a small excerpt from an article that I found that really spoke to me. The name of the website is Walking with Purpose, and I'll post the link for this in the notes section of this episode. The author says, It is only as we saturate our minds with God's truth that we will have the strength to look at our own truth and that of others whose experience is different than ours. Walking in the truth requires drawing from all three of those perspectives. No one's is more important than God's. That's why we begin with Him. Then we turn to our own truth. How are we doing? Where do we need strength? Are we feeling unsettled? Where are we tempted to cling to being right because we want to feel secure? Wow, that's good. An honest look at the state of our own hearts should be a daily priority. This allows us to invite God into the mess of our hearts to bring healing. Only then will we be equipped to wisely respond to what life throws our way instead of reacting with raw emotion. So we look at God's truth then the truth about our own hearts, and finally the truth of others, whose experience is different from our own. God's truth is what we should always rely on. That is why it's so important to stay close to Him, to make every effort to walk closely with Him every single day. We need to saturate our minds with God's truth so we will have the strength to look at our own truth as well as others. And no matter what, as long as we are walking in truth, God will show us the right way. He will help us to determine the lies from His truth. With God, 
truth is absolute. So let's talk about what that means. Absolute truth means a statement that is true at all times and in all places. Another description I found reads, it is true for all people at all times and for all places. Ordinances change, regulations expire, some laws only apply in certain states, and absolute truth, on the other hand, is objective, universal, and constant. An absolute truth transcends time. If it was true at one time, it remains true at the present time, no matter whether it be today, tomorrow, or beyond. It is something that is always true no matter what the circumstances are. It is a fact that cannot be changed. God is absolute truth. His truth doesn't depend on a set of circumstances. I covered this briefly in last week's episode, but it applies here too. Absolute truth is true for all people, everywhere, all the time, regardless of the form of government that they live under. The world we live in tries desperately to move beyond anything being absolute truth, right? That's what we're dealing with. And the world will readily try to convince you with arguments intending to dislodge you from your belief that God is absolute truth. But only God's absolute truth stands through our past, our present, and our future. And it's why walking in His truth is so important. God knows our past. He knows our present. And He definitely knows our future. Revelation 4 verse 11 says, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, but you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. God knows vital information that we need to move forward in what he has created each one of us to do. As long as we know him, have a relationship with him, and are walking with him, he will provide the information and revelation we need to be successful in all that we put our hands to. Thank you, Lord. And when you think about it in this way, it's obviously the best place to be, right? The best choice that we could ever make would be to be in relationship with our Father. But we have an enemy that does everything he can to keep us from believing this. Absolute truth is the reality that God created and defined. Truth must be defined in terms of God. And once we understand and believe this, then nothing the enemy tries to do will affect us. When I put it in this perspective, it seems easy to just walk in truth, right? Allowing God access to every single part of our lives. It's amazing, really, when you think about how much easier things would be if we walk in God's truth in all things and at all times. But in reality, it's not easy. It's difficult. You have to choose it. And you have to choose it every single day. We have an enemy that makes it difficult. Satan distorts God's truth all the time. He brings in chaos and confusion and doubt, making us second-guess our belief in God's word. Our enemy never stops. He never stops trying to separate us from the love of God and his truth. The important thing to remember is this. Walking in truth is possible. And the more you walk with God, the more time you spend with him, the easier it becomes. So it is possible. The Holy Spirit is our guide, and he will teach us as we move forward in our journey. Walking in truth means to bring our lives into conformity with God's revealed truth. We should stand firm in the truth of God's word. Teach the truth plainly and take it as a starting point for our moral decisions. This should absolutely carry over into our daily lives. We should reflect God's trustworthiness and faithfulness in everything we do. Living in today's world, it's hard to find people that reflect God's trustworthiness and faithfulness. They are out there, but unfortunately, it's rare, and it shouldn't be this way. It's hard to live this way in a world that's so broken, and in the process, it has broken so many people along the way. 
God's church is suffering. Our children are suffering. We are suffering. Our finances are suffering. Many, many of us are suffering in many different ways. But God has a remnant who has been praying, fighting, and interceding in these dark times. And the good news is, God is coming to bring light into this dark world. Many truths will come out this year. I've been talking about it for the last few weeks. The lies of the enemy will be exposed. The blinders that the enemy has placed over many people's eyes will be taken off, and they will encounter God in his truth. I'm looking forward to that. It will completely change everything we ever knew or thought to be true. For the ones that come to know Jesus in this coming year will value truth more than they ever have before. It will pale in comparison to the truth that they thought they knew, and many will desire God's absolute truth above everything else. They will begin to learn how to walk in God's truth, and they will experience freedom like never before. Everything is going to change. The way that we think will change. The way that we live will change. And that is what God's absolute truth does. It changes you. And that is what is coming. And I'm so looking forward to it. And I received a word from the Lord that I want to share And I hope it encourages you. And this was on January the 21st of 2024. When I went to sit with the Lord today, I wanted to know more about what it is to truly walk in truth. I began by worshiping and speaking in tongues, and I felt the Lord's presence all around me. I saw a bright light in the spirit. It was so bright, and I knew it would blind me if I saw it in the natural. It was like looking at the sun, but brighter, and it was a brilliant white I knew the light was coming from the throne room of heaven, and it completely covered all of the earth. The light was all-encompassing, and it felt wonderful. It brought joy, peace, and so much love. I felt whole, complete, like I had never felt before. This light from heaven was from God, and I knew I was standing in His glory. Once you see it, feel it, know it, you will want more of it. Nothing else mattered at that moment. It was amazing. I then realized that Jesus was standing next to me. He was smiling. I knew I had a goofy look of awe and wonder on my face. I couldn't help it. There was no need for me to say anything because in that moment, I felt everything. And Jesus said, My light is truth. There is no darkness in my light. There are no lies that can stand in my light. To walk in my truth, you must walk in my light. Turn away from darkness and seek me, for I will guide you in spirit and in truth. The wicked run from my light. They choose to stay in darkness, but there will come a day that no one will be able to escape my light. They will have to choose. Walking in truth requires intimacy with me. It requires a personal relationship with me. When you walk in truth, I will guide you. I won't let you stumble or fall. I will teach you my truth, and I will show you how to continually walk in freedom. When you walk in truth, the enemy will try to deceive you. He will try to deter you away from me. But when you stand strong in my truth, he will not harm you. For I will give you the knowledge of wisdom to defeat him every single time. When you walk in my truth, it will hold you up in the darkest storms. It will carry you through the hardest times, for I am always with you. When you walk in my truth, you have my light which is all-encompassing. My light will show you the blockades the enemy puts in front of you. Walking in truth means you are walking with me, and all that I am and all that I have is at your disposal. Wow. There is nothing that I won't do for you. 
Walking in truth means you are walking in wisdom. It means you are walking in knowledge of the kingdom. It means you are blessed coming in and blessed going out. Mm, Thank you, Lord. Walking in truth means eternity with me. It means you have all of heaven's army that will fight for you and with you. Walking in my truth means you have a desire to know me more, and I will honor that for eternity. Walking in truth terrifies the enemy. For once you know me, my light, and my truth, he knows he can't touch you. Walking in truth means you will receive all the blessings that I have for you. And that brings me unending joy because I love you so much. If you want to know how to walk in truth, all you need to do is ask me and I will be there to guide and teach you. Walking in truth is my desire for all of my children. Let me show you what it means to walk in truth. I am here and waiting always. Mm. Thank you, Lord. This is what he wants for us. He wants us to know him so deeply and intimately that we live and walk in total and complete freedom, that we enjoy life that is free from bondage to the enemy. God wants us to know his word so that we have his knowledge deep within us, and it will stop the enemy every single time he attacks us. God's word is our weapon. It's how we defeat Satan. We are to put on the full armor of God. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. I'm going to read them real quick. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, Be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Paul is the one speaking in this passage of scripture. He names the actual male worn by fighting men back in that time, and he repurposes it for use in spiritual warfare. Paul reminds us to stand firm for God with his strength and not our own. He explains that the struggles that we face are spiritual and our true enemy is the devil. When we walk in truth, God is with us. And he will help us defeat the enemy at all times. And Paul reminds us of why it's important to have on the full armor of God. For it will help deflect the enemy's arrows that are constantly being directed to us. Walking in truth brings this knowledge to us. The Holy Spirit is always working to teach us and bring us revelation of the things that we need to know to defeat our enemy. The belt of truth counters the enemy's favorite weapon, which is lies. He distorts the truth. But if we ask God, he will give us discernment and the wisdom to know his truth above all the other noise. We also have the breastplate of righteousness. Satan tries to undermine our self-worth, and it makes us question our place with God. But when we walk in truth, we will hear our Heavenly Father remind us of His unconditional love and our position in Christ. We need feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. The enemy wants to keep the people of God quiet, and he plants seeds of doubt in our minds to stop us from speaking God's truth. In this, we must pray 
and God will provide the strength and boldness that we need to keep walking in his truth. Our shield of faith is very important. The enemy will try to derail our faith by using anything or anyone that he can. He will use our weaknesses to tempt us. We must trust in the Lord in all things and at all times, and he will give us the strength to overcome anything the enemy throws our way. The helmet of salvation is equally important. Satan attacks our mind. He comes at us through our thoughts. That's why it's so important to keep our thoughts captive and continue to pray so that we may recognize the enemy when he comes into our thoughts. Put on the helmet of salvation to protect your mind. And remember, you are a child of the Most High God. The sword of the Spirit is my favorite. It's God's word and it's truth. The enemy hopes to neutralize the power that we have through Jesus. He works to confuse, intimidate, or scare us, hoping that we'll forget God's word. But when we walk in truth and we know God's word, God will fill us with confidence to decree and declare his word, claiming his promises for our lives and thus defeating the enemy. And pray. Satan doesn't want us to pray. He knows if we aren't praying, we aren't close to God. He knows that we are not aligned with our Father, and we are less alert or prepared for his attacks. It's important to pray and stay close to God, always walking in his truth. With God, we cannot be shaken. We stand our ground, and we defeat the enemy every single time. Hebrews twelve twenty eight says, Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. Thank you, Lord. First, we must understand where absolute truth comes from. And once we understand and know that it can only be God, then we seek to know it by studying it and spending intimate time with the Lord. As you are doing this, God will show you that you are already walking in truth. You did that the moment you accepted that God is absolute truth. And you will continue to learn and grow, and you will draw closer and closer to God. And that is the absolute best place to be. Amen. All right, guys, it's time to close. Walking in truth is simply about having an intimate relationship with the Lord. When you are that close to Him, He will provide everything you need. He will keep you from stumbling and making mistakes. He will always guide and protect you. And most of all, you will know His peace, His joy, and His love. And nothing will ever compare to it. And I want to close with this scripture from Romans 12, verses 1 through 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for all that you do for us. And I will put the links that I mentioned earlier in the notes section of this episode. And before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews that we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. And also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you. So please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Laura's website is laurapotter.us. And Susan's website is susanoffen.com. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember, 
live thirsty. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Until next time, your favorite podcaster, Kathy. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.